0: Welcome back, everybody, to another riveting edition of Everybody's Favorite Podcast. Kevin, take it away.
1: TV channeling.
0: All right. And and this is a special episode. Another special. Well, each episode is special, but this is special This is just
1: a little bit more special because uh, not only do we have a special guest uh, who's returning, we're super psyched about, but it's also a celebration of a time of love. It's our Valentine's Day special.
0: Wow, I heard the hearts just popping pop pop popping in my head. That was nice, Kevin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so introduce our special guest, Tanchi.
0: Okay. You may know her from such shows as 911. You may know her from a lot of things because her IMDb <laughs> resume is quite long and she she's been here before. Welcome back to the show, Farrah, Coca, Brown. Coca! everybody. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: love stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. And you may also know from wow. such podcast as TV channeling. So we're exactly. so psyched <laughs> to have you back.
0: <laughs> and we get a song? Wow. The social media gods are smiling on us today. All right all right so how are you coca hey huh how are you
2: i'm good i'm good another valentine's day another uh one you know that's okay i have the love of my life he's just eight
0: Wow. Well, that's okay. Maybe by the, the end of this uh, episode, you'll have your uh, love of your life. Another love of your life.
2: Man, look, I, I'm just saying, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm blessed. I have everything in the world that I need and desire. I've got the best thing in the world, this beautiful little boy. But, Oh, I just wish I had a man around here to take out the trash.
1: <laughs> you, you got your well, Sunday. You just want the cherry on top.
0: Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was good. You know, I like that. Hallmark should hire you, Kevin.
1: I I I keep saying, I keep I keep auditioning every week on this show, and yet the phone doesn't ring.
0: Okay, tomorrow it will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, great and powerful. All right. (laughs) So because Black Love Lives Matter, we're celebrating Melanin Love with our top five favorite black romances on the silver screen.
0: Wow. I love that you're acting like this wasn't your idea, Coco. It was. It was (laughs) (laughs)
2: The ones that just had you like, oh my that. Why can't I have that, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! The ones that you be like, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we can't hear. We can't wait to hear what's on your list, then.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah, absolutely was guest choice, and this is her choice, and couldn't be more per- perfect for Valentine's Day. So, what is your number five pick?
2: Uh, Love Jones.
1: Love Jones.
2: Definitely something about Nina and Darius. Um, Mm. You know, that, that was just a beautiful love story and one of the best soundtracks
0: of all time. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Kevin said that this was going to happen, that there would be some overlap. And um, there definitely is some overlap because that was actually my number one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, but no worries, no worries, because I've got a plethora of others that I can. So now it's also number your number one.
1: five. So.
0: <laughs> there you go. So now it's also by, <laughs> in number five. So yeah, what is it for you about Love Jones, you know, beyond the store the the story of the two main characters, what exactly does it for you?
2: Um, I believe the of of not knowing um, of letting your insecurity sometimes get in the way of something that feels so right where you get fearful, where you try to possibly sabotage it because um, you just can't imagine it being this perfect in the sense that you meet someone that just gets you. Um, that movie, for me, resonated because it, re- it reminded me of like the dynamic between Cliff and Claire on The Cosby Show and how Mm. they used to play the jazz and share these very romantic, silent, sentimental moments and the jazz and the dancing with each other. You know, that reminded me of a time when men knew how to romance a woman Mm. um, and did that, you know, because very rarely do you see that now. It's like a lot of times, and, and I'm not saying all men, I'm just saying a lot of these men think that women come with a price tag because they have gotten so used to paying for women. And buying their love and buying their affection. And to see a man that, you know, in that era uh, that we were in, in our age group, that still understood that wooing a woman is important. And it doesn't sometimes, and and all the time doesn't have a price tag on it.
0: Absolutely. And it's just the simple things for me. It was, you know, the poetry definitely at that time, I was very heavily into going to poetry ciphers and I loved slam poetry. I used to judge slam poetry competitions. So just the the poetry, the cadence, the importance of the, of the spoken word, there was something that that was, that whole thing was just so sexy that it was around poetry. Yeah, that for me did it. <laughs> that honey, me I want to be
2: it. the blues in your left leg and the funk in your right. Come on now, right.
0: yeah. baby,
2: <laughs> baby, is that all right? Yes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> snap,
0: snap, snap.
2: Yeah. Yes, honey. You know, I just was. Um, and then I love the fact that it showed a situation where a first date can go so incredibly wonderful that you do become intimate with that person, and it does not constitute you know, it moving too fast. It's like we're grown and, you know, we should stay in that grown mentality of, you know, we're feeling each other. We want to feel each other and it's okay. And nobody's walking away feeling like a hoe or feeling like, you know, something ain't right. I mean, I don't know, it was just so many elements to that Mm -hmm. film and then too, how you can make a bad choice and how you can come back from it, how you can say that you're sorry, how you can say I made a mistake you know, let's try this again. You know, it's just, it was just so much to that movie. And like I said, the soundtrack and the poetry and just everything. And then of course too, you know, it was that one scene, you know, in the back of the cab when Nina was talking to her friend, uh, Josie and she was describing what it was like to be with Darius intimately. And I, I was laughing so hard because I, I said that, how many times have me and my girlfriends had have that, have that conversation? And the girlfriend will say something about that dude, and we're all sitting around like, for real? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, for real? Like, you know? Yeah. So,
1: I I love that movie. Yeah.
0: Wow! Absolutely, absolutely. That's a great pick. Obviously, because it was on my list too. So, Tashi, what is your?
1: I I know you always have more than five. So I'm sure that you just like a Pez dispenser of uh, a little cupid on the top. Uh, you just move one out and then put another one pops up so what is your number five pick
0: you mean my number nine okay no sorry my number five pick because you know i have more than five but that's all right uh, this is actually a new film and it's not the film or newer film it's not that the film was perfect no but it, it it just had so many elements that I love. Did you all see Sylvie's Love? Oh, um, my God. Yes, I've watched yes. it about four times. Okay, okay, well, then, you know, the film. <laughs> it is... Have you and shout out to my boy Tone yes, Bell? I, uh, yes, I have. Well, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, I oh, sorry, you gave a shout um, out to
2: Tom uh, Bell, Tone Bell. Oh, Tone Bell, that's my George boy. Diane he played. Oh. Uh, he, he played and the, the, just how he had Yeah, the lead of that, that woman exuded yeah, class and regalness, up. and just everything about her. I don't know. She was just everything. Uh, James O. Jones, I had never looked at him in that way, but that was a good-looking man back in the day. He was root, root, could have got it. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my, <laughs> oh God.
1: my God. This you know, used know, to, be to be a podcast, family podcast, podcast, but not anybody. Right. So, <laughs>
2: you know, take that how you want it. Um, But, um, you know, and it was just... I, I was literally just watching it the other what well, a couple of weeks ago. I was cleaning out my basement and I put the DVD in and I was watching it and didn't get much done because I was too busy watching a movie that I've seen a thousand and one times. <laughs> but um, I, I loved I loved it just everything about it, Claudine. You know, and it also Absolutely. showed once again the dynamic of that black male pride
0: mm-hmm, and how mm-hmm. it can get in the
2: way sometimes of men of what they say they want, but they let that. Uh, You know, they 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 let it get in the way, and then they say they can't find what they want. No, you found it. You let your pride get in the way. Mm, So mm. I'm glad that you know he caught himself and came back and made it right.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, leaving at the altar. (laughs) not a good look and we kind of it's interesting because you see that and not that that's a story that has never happened before but you kind of see that remember I don't know if you used to watch sex in the city but remember um in the first movie is it the first or the second movie it's the the first 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 movie movie when she the first movie right when she was getting married to big and he doesn't show up, but then he does show up. Wow. So it's you know, that same is, kind that, of dynamic. You know, and and I'm like, you got that from it's Like, so they never say anything. It's like absolutely great pick and that's that communication part of it alright so she like went so now it's my turn yes yes you know, it is a man, a person, okay human, whatever, so yeah, this, was hard, this was hard this was difficult something. my number you know, it's three like I think is how Stella got her groove back and
1: for me tell her why why? Uh-huh. why would
0: she not be upset <laughs> but let me tell you why I have a you know a specific that's the way happens in real life too it's like that ego <laughs> but, well no you may you may have you may find some surprises you never know. So but what with well howsela got her groove back um Jamaica is a main character and I taught in Jamaica for a semester and it's for me it's that whole the sea, the sand the the people type of thing, even though and the dynamic obviously between these two, but it's uh, Jamaica was a main character, and for for that that for from that it made me really fall in love with the story. So there's something about places for me that uh, bring up nostalgia, you know, especially that um I really connect with. So obviously I taught in Jamaica after the movie came out but um it it's a nostalgic thing so as I'm as I watch it now I'm like, oh Jamaica So plus the story was just everything about you know it, it, we just talked about this this whole um you know I'm you know I don't feel like I'm good enough for XYZ <laughs> so. Is that the story with every black romantic comedy? <laughs> it's looking like it. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that that is how Stella got her groove back. What number was that for you? That was going to be number two. Okay. Okay. But that's all right. That's all right. That's sure, I, sure I'll right. I'll make right? it an honorable mention.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what's your number three? Well, my number three is how Stella got her groove back after learning how, after waiting to exhale. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> basically i uh, you can't uh, uh again we got our signals crossed uh, you can't talk about melon in love without talking about one angela bassett and so i hadn't seen house of the groove back in a long time but it stuck with me and i watched the trailer for it in preparation for the show and seeing the trailer uh, maybe Instantly want to watch this movie again and remember how much I loved it. The chemistry between, uh, uh, well, the chemistry, there's all kinds of chemistry in this movie. The chemistry um, as friends between Angela Bassett and Whoopi Goldberg their friendship felt so genuine and so real and so supportive and had a lot of love and fun. Um, they felt like friends. And, uh, and mm-hmm. then her, the chemistry with her and Tay Diggs and the whole idea of the society doesn't feel like this is okay and pushing through what other people want for you to what you want for you. Uh, just, it's a great story. And so, and waiting to exhale again. Why? Because Angela Bassett is in it. And so, <laughs> again, right? you've got to just. Anyway, that woman is so powerful, so exquisite. She is uh, the star of the show that uh, that Coca is also on. Nine one one. She is the reason why I watch that show is to see Angela Bassett. So, if you got Angela Bassett ain't got her on a screen, ain't got her falling in love, sign me up.
0: Right. There you go. Awesome.
1: Alright, so Coca, what is your number two?
0: Number two is...
2: God. I would have said how Stella got her groove at. Um
1: You still can. We're not gonna stop
2: you. I, I'm gonna have to say how Stella got a groove at. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like a, it's a hard... Like, God, God, um, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I'd have to say I still like got I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Angela has done a lot, you know, but, um, yeah, that one that in terms of romantic comedy, but even her and meet the Browns was a great <laughs> dynamic, you know, between yes. Rick Fox. Um, so I thought that's an honorable mention, but I have to say, I feel like I grew back. And even though it was that, but I ain't gonna lie. The character I resonated with the most was Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, her character as Delilah, I swear, like if all my friends say, you know, when the movie came out, you know, they were like, girl, that's you. That's you. Cause when she was there <laughs> with him and she said, "What, well, girl, what would I do with a 20 year old boy? And you know what she said? She said, "Fuck him, do the humpy hump, do And I said, "That's something I would say, yeah." So, but, but I I loved how she took a chance and she just said, "To hell with what everybody uh thinks." And you know, I've dated much much younger before, and I get it. It it's like it gives you a second round in life, and you're and you're living life a little bit through their eyes. You've been through the hard work to get where you are now you just want to have some fun and why not have it with a 20 year old boy who don't, don't have a responsibility in the world you know
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so,
2: yeah. why not because it's hard to have fun with somebody with bills and responsibilities and a whole bunch of drama on their shoulders but with a 21 a 20 21 year old man you know, you you've busted your tail to get everything you've got. You got the money, you got the house, you got the car, you got the career, you got all that. Now let's have some fun. And it's hard to have fun with somebody who's still trying to achieve that or is bitter from all the work. You know, it's just, I don't, it's very different when you date someone much younger and you've got already, you've already accomplished a lot. It's like now you're getting a second lease of life because now you can have fun with all the accolades.
0: Hmm, that's a good way of looking at it. Hmm. All
1: right, so Tachi, what is your uh, number two or three? Two, um, two, 2, two, two,
0: two. I, Yeah, number two. Yeah, it's getting a little blurred here. <laughs> we all have the same stuff. Number two is actually one of my one of my favorite movies of all time, "Coming to America."
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Is that on your list? No, it isn't. I was so I'm, I was so nervous. I'm so happy. <laughs> But you, <laughs> but you know that's one of my favorites,
0: <laughs> because it is it, a comedy, but it is also a romantic comedy, right? And and so I just go, go ahead. No, what I, was just, I was just singing to be loved. To be loved. <laughs> oh, what a feeling to be loved. Okay, go ahead. Exactly, exactly. So I mean, just from the whole comedic genius of the entire cast and crew it's, um, it's one of those movies that, you know, you could watch with everybody. Like my mother cracks up every time. Um, uh, the father, uh, the father, what is his name in the movie? Um, mr mcdowell but it's uh yeah mr mcdowell cleo mcdowell every time he trips when he's going to answer the door forever how my, my mother cracks up she knows it's coming but she still cracks up so there are all these like little moments in there that are just comedic genius and you find different new things every time from the uh playing of all the different characters that our city hall and um eddie murphy did you know down to actually seeing a um a depiction of Africa that was unlike what the depictions were at the time, right? And and then go, you know, to see him actually as kingdoms, even though it's like really fictional. That was really like the first Wakanda for us, if you think about it. And so then the the uh, the relationship between Eddie Murphy and Shari Headley, the fact that um he. Yeah, you did lie. You did withhold something from her or with, you know, not necessarily lie, but withheld the information. But the fact that she didn't care, that it just goes to your point, Coca, that it's like all I want is you. I don't give a damn how poor you are or whatever the thing, the case may be. I just want you. And so that's another overarching theme there. So coming to America is definitely my number two.
1: Kevin. All right, so my number two is If Beale Street Could Talk, a 2018 film. Let me give the synopsis for those of you who um, haven't seen this movie or aren't familiar with it at all. A young woman embraces her pregnancy while she and her family set out to prove her childhood friend and lover innocent of a crime he didn't commit this film got under my skin it's Mm. a period piece it takes place uh in the uh the mid 60s uh and it is gorgeous the cinematography of this film it is such a beautiful film to look at and there is this very different dynamic than we normally see in a romantic film with uh black characters especially the friendship uh between the two lead characters they were absolutely friends first that become lovers and kind of like it was always you all along in the back of their mind it was always that other person and they have this love and then um uh they're ripped apart because uh he is accused of rape and what i love about this film which what it does so uh masterfully is it actually sets a romantic atmosphere the way it shot the the casting and the chemistry between the two leads it's very romantic but it's still infused the it has that dreamy that dreamy quality of like when you're in love you feel that kind of the that whole rose colored glass the way that everything is in soft focus when you're in love with somebody the film gives you that but then it the harsh reality of racism no matter how much love you have uh in your life as a person of color the reality of uh racism Uh, will rear its ugly head and um, shake you out of that fog and that happens very abruptly for these two and she finds out that she's pregnant and uh, the man she loves has been accused of rape and her struggle to try and get him set free with the help of her mother played again masterfully by regina king That Mm -hmm. was a star turn and um, she deserved every award that she snatched for this performance. And um, it was just an incredible film. And there is a scene where they go on this walk together uh, through New York. And all I could think of as I was watching this scene, cause it was like somebody made a music video uh, of Long Walk by Jill Scott. Because everything that that song, I love that song and what that song is about, They put it on screen, that feeling of getting to know someone and being excited about what the things you have in common and excited by the things that you don't have in common, what you're going to be exposed to and sharing things that uh, that um, uh, this person never experienced before with them and experiencing it anew through their eyes. There's a moment where she this is her childhood friend so she's known him forever but she goes with him he takes her to a restaurant and she sees him through the eyes of other people this whole part of his life that she knew nothing about and she and we're hearing it her voice as she's experiencing him in a new way There's just so much love. There's family love in this. There's a scene where uh, she's talking with her sister and her sister says to her, so do you want the good news first or the bad news? And so then she says, I want the bad news. And she goes, this is why we're sisters. This is why we're family. (laughs) we get each other. We want the bad news first. Just so many moments like that. And um, uh, there's a love scene that is so tastefully done there's so much love and there's uh the the lead male character the kindness the the humanity they give him that is so often not afforded the gentleness that he treats uh his woman with is so beautiful and it's just it's it's as close to a masterpiece as i think you can get and again i got regina king the performance she puts in she she uh she goes to another country trying to help uh prove this man innocent and the scene that she has with this woman who was uh raped is mm-hmm. just jaw-dropping so it there's no way to me you could talk about again melanin rich love without talking about this film
0: yeah absolutely Though no, that's an excellent pick excellent
1: all right um well thank you and so coca what is your number one pick Number one of all time is mahogany.
2: Success (laughs) means nothing if you have no one to share it with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mahogany all day long. That is my favorite of all time. Mahogany.
0: Fantastic. All right. All right. Well, I've so, I've never
1: seen it myself, but I'm looking forward to it. Thank you for sharing. I'll be that. quiet, Kevin.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gotta <That'll> see mahogany. If <laughs> he's being facetious, but absolutely great pick.
1: All right, so Tachi, what is your number one?
0: My number one is um, "South Side with You." The Story of uh, Michelle Obama. Uh, It's it's a fictional story of uh, how Barack and and Michelle Obama, or Michelle Robinson at the time, their first date. So it's a fictional account of that. I just think it was so wonderful, so pared down. Uh, You know, you don't know what happened exactly. You know, obviously some of they came from um, uh, the book, uh, Barack's book, etc. But it's such a really nice, sweet depiction and um chicago again i love places that are the main character chicago was the main one of the main characters uh in this so
1: south side with you kevin well are you going to tell us a little bit about the? i have not even heard of uh, you
0: haven't heard of south side with you
1: i have not seen that okay i do know that uh tinka sumter is uh played Tinka sumter Tika. Yes, I do know that. But um, so I but I did not I've never seen it. And so it is it just the one date? So the 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 uh the whole movie is about that one date.
0: Yeah. So we, it came out in 2016 and it is a, you know, a fictional depiction or a depiction of what their first date probably uh went by uh, went like. So Parker Sawyers plays Barack Obama and Tika, Tika Sumter plays Michelle Obama, a young Michelle Obama and a young Barack Obama, and it's it focuses on their first date in 1989. So this is another film that came out of Sundance. It had a, a critical acclaim, and again, it was it actually just came on uh, the other day. Uh, I can't remember which channel, but it was on the other day, and it made me take another look at it. So basically, it's um when he is a he d- comes to be a summer associate at a law firm in Chicago where. Uh, Michelle is a young lawyer and she's basically, you know, they're assigned to, 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 you know, other young lawyers, new lawyers. And obviously Barack is interested, but Michelle is not trying to go there because, you know, she even says in the movie, how would it look if I jumped on, you know, uh, the first, uh, cute black, uh, cute black uh, intern or associate that comes here, and he stops. He's like, you think I'm cute? So, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's, all those, it's all those little moments in there, but it is a uh, a fantastic movie. Again, Chicago is a main character. Uh, on their date, they end up going to a community uh, organizing meeting. That was the auspice of going, because it wasn't, she's like, it's not a date. So they were going to this community meeting, an organizing meeting that Barack was uh, very involved in. They also went to, a kind of tricks her to going to this African art exhibit. Um, they, um, stop in the park and there's some African dancing and the whole thing is, is just really sweet moments. And it, if you like romantic movies, this is it. So definitely Southside with you is my number one.
1: All right.
0: Thank what you about for sharing. You, I actually
1: got to check it. I'm going to check it out now. Thank you so much.
0: Check it out. It's really good. What about you, Kevin?
1: All right. My number one is Moonlight
0: okay well okay okay all Go right ahead, do tell
1: okay so uh, let me give you guys the synopsis it's uh, about a young african-american man uh grapples with his identity and sexuality while experiencing the everyday struggles of childhood adolescence and burgeoning adulthood this film another one that got under my skin um First of all, the idea that this movie was made for like a dollar and it is one of the most visually arresting films uh, to make something so beautiful that is absolutely art. It is the definition of art. There are some of these shots to me when I think about a film visually, if I can close my eyes and remember certain shots, almost like a photograph that's just locked in my brain, I'm like they did their job and they did their job. Uh, there are so many shots that are just filled with so much beauty. And also, um, the love story, there's two characters that also began as friends. And um, and it kind of, the movie takes a turn that really surprised me with these two young kids that are friends. And then in adolescence, something happens that uh, kind of takes a turn with their friendship. And, um, and then uh, something abruptly ends their friendship. And it, to me, also speaks to kind of how we can be pitted against each other in life. And as uh, a as, as, uh, 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 person of color who happens to be gay, uh, that can happen where there were kids will kind of like something there's something happening between two people and it's almost as if they like unconsciously or sometimes consciously try to pit them against each other and that happens in this film but years later they come back into each other's lives after a tragic kind of interruption in their friendship slash relationship and it is one of the most romantic Uh, moments in film and as a black man you normally don't see black men loving each other in a film and what's amazing about this film is you have like a a black parental male figure like a father figure uh, to Chiron's uh, the lead character and there is so much love that he gives this kid because his mother is just not there for him at all and uh, Janelle Monet is also in this film. She plays the girlfriend yes. of this uh, drug dealer who kind of takes a young Chiron under his wing. And the love, there's a scene where he's teaching uh, Chiron how to swim. It is so beautiful. It is so kind and it's so gentle. You don't normally see that. And then um, at the end of the film, when Chiron gets uh, uh, reacquainted with this childhood friend who he was always in love with Mm -hmm. and the scenes they have together when they're like talking and hanging out and getting reacquainted and uh, not talking about the elephant in the room about why we stopped being in communication all these years and the gentleness that is had between them the way the 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 movie ends with the because there's basically three time periods we see him around nine we see him as a teenager and then we see him as an adult and the way that the time with the adults ends that moment is so tender and so filled with love and it's something that is just not depicted in film uh on tv screens or in uh, uh uh film uh two black men i mean not saying they don't have ever ever have gay characters but you don't have two black men normally if it's it's basically it's a a a, an interracial thing normally but to see two black men not only be in love it wasn't it wasn't like normally it would be like a sex thing this was a love a tenderness of a compassion a passion thing, all in one. And it's very rare to see on screen. And um, it was incredibly moving and it deserved the best picture Oscar. Suck it, La La Land, suck it.
0: (laughs) Well, I, you know, that was a big deal here because it was shot in Miami. And so again, I love places as characters. Miami is a main character in this. I'm like, okay, I know that place. I know this place, I know this place. And so for everybody here, because even though you think it's warm here all the time, they shoot here all the time. Yeah, not really. It's mostly commercials and things. So it was really a big deal um, that this one, um, they did a whole like uh, Oscars watch party and stuff in Overtown, you know, which is the, major- the majority of where this took place, you know, one of the producers um, dominantly black areas for now in Miami um, that uh, there's a lot of struggle and strife Miami especially back then and that it was a little rough and still is a little rough but the fact that such beauty came out of that Miami roughness I I, I love the story absolutely so good pick moonlight.
1: Yeah and, and then also the the final shot the final shot of the little boy is just breathtaking breathtaking when he looks at us the audience. And it just, uh, anyway, love this film.
0: I would have never thought about
2: Moonlight, but you know, that's that's actually a good, it's good.
1: Yeah, it, it is, it is.
0: You know, I think sometimes we are so... Um, frame societally framed in terms of like love stories and things. And then Hollywood says this, 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 and this, but yeah, definitely moonlight is a love story. There's all sorts of love stories. It's a love letter to Miami. It's a love between the two men, the two boys, all of that. Absolutely. So good pick. All right. Wow. Uh, uh, we did it. We managed to get all of our top fives of, of something out. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I almost changed the dynamic of y'all whole little thing on my
0: bed. That's all right. Oh, I know. absolutely. It's okay. No problem.
1: No problem. The, di-
0: the dynamic is you, sister. The dynamic is you. We're just trying to be in your world.
1: Okay. And speaking <laughs> that- of speaking of your world. Okay. Rumor has it that you are actually uh, making your directorial debut. Uh, maybe.
2: I-, I hope so. Uh, it- it's with a, uh, someone that I've known for years who decided to quit their six figure uh, IT job to pursue their dream of being a screenwriter. Uh, they wrote their first script and it got some buzz and uh, they're looking to shoot a pilot and they asked me would I be interested in, in directing it. Uh, right now we are doing a uh, table read with some of my professional uh, heavy hitters in the game that are gonna bring uh, you know the script to life. And give, give some great input. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I will, you know, get that director um, hat put on. I directed a film in Detroit over the summer, but I only did about four scenes of that film, which was great. But I got my wet mm. and realized that, ooh I like this. So this just happened to fall in my lap that I didn't even know it was coming. So, um, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy how it all came together.
0: Wow. Well, you've spoken it, and so it is so. So we're going to be looking for you in your directorial debut very soon. Thank you. I hope so
1: absolutely. Uh, and how can people reach you on social media to keep up with all the all that is Coca? <laughs> because there's a lot going on.
2: I know, right? Um, they can find me at my website, which is Coca Brown. That's C O C O A Brown. The number four life I just got a new one rebuilt, so all the links to all of my social media is there. Um, if you guys are on IG, I'm at Coca Brown One Funny Mama. That's all spelled out. I know it sounds pretty long, but if you put in Coca Brown C O C O A Brown and the letter O, you'll see me pop up with the blue check. All of everything Coca Brown is there, as well as all the links to my businesses, my classes, stuff like that. Um, Coca Brown Twenty Two on uh, Twitter. Media, coca Brown on Facebook. Um, you know, I did all this prior to not realizing that all of them should have had the same name. Don't judge me. I was one of the people on these social media sites. Didn't know how it went yet. Um, but um, yeah, you guys can just Google me too. C O C O A Brown, coca Brown. Don't forget that A. That is the most crucial part because you will get a porn star if you do, and that's not me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. Coca. Thank you so much. You, you you pulled through for us with some great content. And I know everybody is just going to be a buzz once they hear every, all of your, your choices, even though we had some crossover, it was some good stuff. So I know great minds
2: think alike. That's how I look at it. You know,
0: exactly. Exactly.
2: You know, great minds think alike.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you're a great mind. And we thank you so much for gracing us again with your presence.
2: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I love hanging out with you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Love it. Uh Oh, Oh my God. We
1: love you. Thanks again. We're so excited. (laughs) All right, Tachi. So how can people listen to our show other than how they're listening right now?
0: Okay, no excuses not to listen because there are a plethora of different ways you can listen. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on wjmsradio.com. And if you can't remember any of that, don't worry, go to our website, tvchanneling.com, where you can listen to the latest episodes and... Upcoming episodes will be there as well. And finally, before you, you know, if you're listening to us on one of these wonderful podcasting platforms, you know they let you subscribe, right? Th- please, subscribe. Just just hit the subscribe button. They also let you leave a review. Please, leave a review. We would appreciate it. We love you. Thank you, bye. Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, how can they, you know, uh, comply and tell us how wonderful we are on social media?
1: All right, if you want to share the love, you can reach us on social media. We're everywhere. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram and my personal favorite, Twitter. We are TV channeling everywhere. So we would love to hear from you. So if there's a show you'd like us to recap, if there's a show you'd like us to review, or if there's something going on in pop culture you want to get our take on, let us know. We would love to hear from you.
0: Guys, thank you so much for listening once again. It's because of you we do this. We appreciate you. We appreciate your comments, your listens, all of that. So we're going to respect your time and let you get back to what you were doing before. We'll close the way we always do. Bye from Tachi.
1: And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it and feeling the love, we're talking about it.
0: Just like us. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. Bye-bye.